Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time of day you're tuning in, welcome to Crucial Conversations. I'm your girl, Naya, and as always, I'm here with the crew, Dion. Hey. Hey. Hey, y'all. And Joy. Hi, everyone. How are you ladies doing? Good. Good. Good, good, good. So we'll just jump right into it. Today, we decided to discuss image pressure. We will discuss the enormous amount of pressure on a woman to fit the ever-changing societal expectations on beauty. Ladies, mm. let's jump right into it. I don't know. This is a tough one because um, I feel like, well, not tough. I feel this is very relatable and for a woman and I think for males as well and not uh, I don't think males have the same type of pressure that we do in the sense uh, it's a little more basic for them. They have other types of pressure, but they are, um, they're surrounded by it. So if you've ever had a girlfriend, if you have a sister, a mother, aunt, if you know any woman in your life, a best friend, then you've pretty much had the opportunity to hear our, some of our inner thoughts that we walk around with. Mm -hmm. Just today, Tyrese released a video where he was just talking about how he never felt attractive because it was dark mm -hmm. and just growing up dark skin. And he's like, I heard it all. And it was, you know, because now we look at him like, wow, he's a beautiful man. But um, yeah. he just talked about the struggle of growing up a dark skin man and how he just never felt attractive until, I guess, later in life. I know we touched on colorism on the last episode too, but that is a real serious issue that will give you like some real insecurities within yourself. I've been dark for quite a long time in my life, <laughs> <laughs> but it, really but when I, I was fortunate enough to where I didn't get it at home. Like people in my family didn't, cause I'm out of all my sisters on the darkest. I didn't get that. But when I talk to other dark skinned people, like it started at home. So they start getting that colorism at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And so just, and I knew, remember even just growing up, the things that people would say to me, guys would say to me, it became normalized where I was used to hearing like, you're, you're pretty, pretty poor, poor dark skinned skin. girl. Yeah. Or you're as dark as I'll ever go. Or I normally don't like dark skinned girls or you're black. Or and so I it became normal. I didn't internalize it, thank goodness, because I'm like, whatever, but it's real. It definitely is real. Now, I'm interested in knowing, Kay, are these uh, darker males? Are these light or uh, all spectrums? Unfortunately, it's mostly dark-skinned men. Men are, who are my complexion are darker. I didn't get this from, I didn't really get this from light-skinned men. And, um, and which was funny that uh, white men would come approach me. It was like they didn't care whether or not I was light or dark, but it was mostly dark skin men is what where I got a lot of the comments from. I think a lot of times when it comes to dating, you usually tend to go to the opposite side of the spectrum. So for light skinned women, men, they tend to date dark skinned people. And for dark skinned people, they usually go for a lighter shade and sometimes all the way light, you know, but it's, it's interesting how that works. But I just think that it's, um, it's a thought process that's embedded in an earlier age. And then just to go on with the, um, 
not feeling secure within your color, now you have some cultures, especially huger, that are now doing the, you know, bleaching their skin, which is insane to me. But and it never looks good. It doesn't even look it good. It never looks good. Y'all end up gray. Yeah. Like you never ashy. end up light skin, that golden, <laughs> high yellow hue that you're aiming for, paper, paper bag brown, whatever bullshit that Shania was talking about. <laughs> like you end up gray and uh, <laughs> just looking crazy. So it never looks bleaching good. Bleaching creams, all of that. Just let's, let's, let's move away from that. So what do you guys feel? Because I know um, everybody pretty much nowadays has Instagram. And so when you're flipping through, well, you're not technically flipping, uh, flipping, but when you're looking through all the images on Instagram, have you noticed that there, the body type, there is an Instagram body type pretty much. Like everyone is pretty much um, starting to be shaped the same. Everybody has a tiny waist, a big butt. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do you feel any pressure, you know, to <laughs> Dion's like, a no? I mean, so let me caveat this by saying, like, I'm very, very happy with my shape, my body. I'm very confident. And I'm all for women enhancing their bodies. And like, you want to feel more confident. You want to do a nip, a tuck, um, injection here or there. My only ask is just make it look good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the disconnect is. Like, if, if there is something that you can do to enhance your look and improve your self-esteem, or you just want to tighten up somewhere, go for it. But I think where the disconnect is, there's like a a perception issue. And oftentimes people who get plastic surgery, it becomes an addiction and they keep going and they keep going and there's no, you know, end game in sight. And there's a, a there's an issue with, with how they view themselves and mm-hmm. what the reality is. So we're sitting here like, that looks crazy. Like you, you don't see that and they really don't. I think in a lot of cases that they don't. And I, I think it can be compared to, um, is it body dysmorphia? Dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. dysmorphia. So people with eating disorders uh, or who are anorexic and they're, you know, they, when they look at themselves in the mirror, they see something completely different than what Mm -hmm. anyone else sees. So it's, it's, it's a lot to unpack here, but I'm, I'm for it as long as it looks good. Like, do so you're you saying like do. the ratio has to be right. If you're going to yeah, get this big ass, then your legs bitty, need to have these little bitty ass legs and this big ass like that <laughs> does not look right. It just you're doesn't. Right. It doesn't look good. Like, do do you. But just yeah. let's, let's make it look good. That's all I'm saying. When yeah. I see women like that, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to judge a woman. You know, you need a little knit tuck here and there. I need a little jump start. Like I, I wouldn't do it for myself only because I'm, I come from the mindset is like, look, I'm going to work with what I got. But the ones that like tr- completely transform themselves, transform their face and their bodies. I just feel sad because I know like at one point you looked in the mirror and you didn't like anything you saw. And I'm like, damn, like that has to really feel shitty. And so I just feel sad for them. And so I do think it's more of like a psychological thing Mm -hmm. that they have going on. Now, what I don't like is that when you got all that done, don't lie. (laughs) Like, don't admit it. 
I mean, don't Why? don't act like that's your ass and it's like your cute. your thighs don't even match and your belly button is right or up on your nipples. Don't come out like, with this amazing no. workout plan <laughs> or these teas <laughs> or the, these minerals and nutrients yeah, that you're saying your Instagram fitness model when you just went down to VR <laughs> and got some surgery. Like, don't yeah. do us like that. Like just. Yeah. Say, you know what, I went and got this surgery and now I'm working out and I'm stepping up my workout routine to maintain. Like exactly. that's what we, we want, that authentic, authenticity. Don't, don't, don't do that. Because I do <laughs> right. think that that's something that you have to maintain. But Kay, you are absolutely right. I'm like, there's no way that you think that we're going to believe all of this. But even to go with what you were saying as far as sadness, I think that little Kim definitely suffers from body dysmorphic disorder because Kim was beautiful she was. to me. Yeah. She didn't Everyone think was trying mm -hmm. to be little Kim, but little Kim was not okay mm -hmm. with little Kim. And so even when she started getting a few surgeries, you started to notice the difference, but she was still like, you could still notice that, okay, this is still little Kim. Now, holy shit, Bob. I like don't know. That's Michael Jackson's sister. Yeah. And she, she pops and she, up in photos and we're like, Little Kim, is that you? <laughs> and she yeah. wanted to be the black Pamela Anderson. And so that goes to what her standard of what the standard of beauty that she adopted was Pamela Anderson, right. which was the complete opposite of what she was. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Pamela is white, she's blonde, all that. And that's what little Kim looked at. So if she thinks that's beautiful and she's an opposite and woman. And to your point that you made right. earlier, like you see women and men but whoever like when they make the decision to go through these super drastic changes and they don't know when to stop then you start to think about their 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 psychological state right because you are so and so insecure and constantly making all of these changes because you're so unhappy with the way that you look and it's uh it's unfortunate it's sad it really I, just, I also wish that uh, for whomever or whoever does, back to someone's point earlier, I think it was UK, the transparency, kind of keeping it honest. And also I wish that more people that do choose to go that route, the good, bad, and ugly side of it as well, just kind of keeping it a little more real for those that are interested in it, at least know what you're getting into, as opposed to just assuming that it's, that outcome is just what you see and there's no journey to it. I always reference um, like Fashion Nova as like, so many of those women are so butchered and, and enhanced that like it looks, it looks almost comical in my opinion. I'm gonna I'm go ahead and say that, but um, you know, these young girls, are, they see that, that is the images that they're constantly bombarded with and that's what they start to aspire to. Yeah. I just want society to put some pressure on these men because what I don't understand <laughs> is women, we always have to fit in this box, right? Mm -hmm. Rick Ross ain't fitting in no box, mm -hmm. but no, nobody give a damn Ross about him. Give me the worst Rick ones that be trying to put He did lose too. weight, but he lost weight because he wanted to there was no one on tv when they showed pictures of him with his button-up shirt unbuttoned with tattoos all over saying you know what rick ross needs to lose weight but How let lizzo get on that? let lizzo get on instagram 
and everybody, oh my God, that's too much. That's she's showing too much. Ah, she's doing be too wearing much. Like, she be doing too she much. She be having her ass out at basketball games. Like it's, uh, even if know. she had like a small I figure, she's just that doing too much. <laughs> and and she very well may do too much, but I think that fat shaming. But fat shame towards way more towards women than it is to men. Men can I be fat, whatever they whatever they want to be. I they can, so let's that. start fat shaming men. So I'm gonna go out on the limb and say, <laughs> like I don't necessarily want to fat shame anyone, but I want us to stop glorifying. Like yes, girl, just be in your truth. No, be healthy. Like exercise is important for longevity in life and living a healthy lifestyle and you're putting yourself at risk when you're that overweight. I'm going to go ahead and say it and be the first to say it. Okay? Like that's some people live better overweight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like some I think people should be overweight. I think people like, should be know, whoever. Whoever. I think yeah. that there are beautiful I'm, overweight people yeah. and I I'm think that people that should be comfortable. comfortable. I'm just saying it's not healthy. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, but some of the ways, some of the the health ways of skinny people aren't healthy, but we just don't put a microscope to that because they're small. So we feel as if they're, we automatically assume if you're thin that you're healthy. But there are people point. that are much, much more healthier than these skinny people who are throwing up in toilets. That's mm. fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah, That's fair. My thing is that That's I just fair. feel like I don't know, like who, we shouldn't give a shit, you know, we should only care about ourselves. <laughs> and so I just, I don't like where, when people feel like they should tell someone how their body should look. Like mm-hmm. I've had people tell me that, like I went through being skinny most of my life. People always felt like they need to comment about my weight. Like even to this day, they always have to have a comment about me being small and it's, this shit is annoying and no one ever does that to people who are like, you know, heavier, but I don't know. Like I but just I say you small with a, a fat ass or no. No. <laughs> no, most of the time it's especially for women. Women Do are good for be like, oh you ain't got no ass. You ain't oh you skinny. Like well oh you about to disappear. Even my own family, like I would hear so you about to disappear. Like like leave me alone. Worry about your own body. (laughs) Prevalent in black culture too. Like Mm -hmm. being thick and being, you know, just super curvy. When you one cheeseburger away from like obesity and a heart attack and (laughs) like we need to be very mindful of that also. But it's it's definitely a culture thing. Like in in the black culture, like being super curvy and thick is the wave. And I also just think that uh, women are over critical of each other more than men are. uh, So we have to do a better job. (laughs) We're mean. Let's just Mm -hmm. say that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's it. Sorry, Naya, what were you saying? No, I was going to say exactly what you said. I just think as women, we're like super critical of each other. I mean, it can be, we can think that we're walking out on our best day, but there is someone somewhere that will have something to say. You can't just be happy and comfortable in your own skin. Like everybody is like self-love, self-love. Self-love is definitely a beautiful love, but it is not the most popular love because I cannot, not me personally, but I feel that 
people are not allowed to be comfortable in their own skin because as soon as you walk outside your door, there's so much judgment that's out there. And usually it's from women. Mm -hmm. I would agree. But I I feel like that's what sets apart. That's what sets (laughs) people apart. Like the super confident women who have that je ne sais quoi and just that confidence and super comfortable in their own skin. Like there's always going to be those haters and those naysayers and, and opposing opinions to whatever you rock in, whatever you got on, whatever, you know, however you look. Um, but that, that self value and self confidence is super important. Well, they're not really tearing down or bothering the person that is on their highest frequency. They, all they're doing is setting a bad example for those that have a low self esteem or have, uh, or just have, uh, or feel conscious about themselves. That's why I keep, keep. I make sure I keep some real ones around me. I have a very like small us? selection like of women, <laughs> but I have like some really good dope male friends. And speaking of, I think like we know how women feel. We know that we're judgmental, but when we're talking about body images and you know what the ideal body shape and you know, all that is for women, I think it's best fitting for a male to give the give us their perspective. Yes. So I have a Do we have a male? Do we have a male to give his perspective? (laughs) Who you got? Yes, ma'am. I am so excited to introduce our very first guest. He is connected with most of your favorite entertainers from New York. He's the CEO of It's Bigger Than Bikes and you may have even seen his bike apparel line go hard boys on a few celebs. He's a film producer and is starring in the upcoming HBO film, Charm City Kings, alongside Meek Mills, which will stream on October the 8th. Who better to have as our first guest than my Zodiac twin and my friend, Shay Evans. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. Welcome to Crucial Conversation. Y'all, what's up? I couldn't think of anybody better to call to be on this episode than you, because I was like, you know, with your upcoming business venture dealing with what you consider is witchcraft, I was like, he is perfect. That's right. I invented the, I invented the brand and I'm going to stick to it. That's your story and you stick into it. So yep. what, what are your thoughts on women with all the additions and augmentation and how popular it's becoming. Does fake bother you, Shay? Yeah, um, I mean, I, first I was really going hard on the girls with this because I think it's a phase. So it's like everybody's just doing it, doing it, doing it. So then I kind of gave a pass to some of the girls who were um, like, you know what? I had these kids, my body's, my stomach is messed up and, you know, I just want to feel feel like a woman again or feel themselves again, you know? So I'm like, you know what? They get the pass. You know, they want to probably fix their stomach and stuff like that. So that's cool. I understand it. And like I said, this is just my opinion as a man. You know, I'm not knocking anybody who wants to feel confident. Where I go in on on the people who are like under 30 and, and everybody's just on the table and now you got half shirts on and now you're promoting yourself every day. I went to school with you, motherfucker. You wasn't built like that. <laughs> 
but it, I mean, it's just what it is. So you can't That's sell me no shit. 90 days ago, you wasn't built like that. Right. But now you're promoting yourself sexually, sexual, sexual. You're standing on your toes. You're standing on the ball of your foot. You're promoting that. Look at my body. You got to do the angle. And it's like, yo, it's like, I'm just not really into that. It's not my thing. I understand the women who do it to make themselves feel better. They want their clothes to fit nice. The kids kind of mess them up or whatever. And then I know a few girls who have their bodies done who were never promoted. They just feel good about themselves and they right. wear their clothes nice. That's fine. But it's like the latest craze. The thing I really co-sign is um, get your fucking teeth fixed. <laughs> But I'm dead ass, though. I'm saying you could go spend all this mass of money on your, you know, them surgeries be 10. Them surgeries be 10,000 and all that crazy. But you won't get your teeth fixed. Right. So, so when you see women that get a lot of surgery done, a lot of work done, do you automatically categorize them? Or do you do you think, like, or do you, do you label them a certain type of way or think a certain type of way about them? I don't really feel no way about them. I just don't think it's... um. I don't. I just don't understand why you're going so hard. Like you don't. What? What? What about yourself that you don't feel that confident that you're going that hard? So now you don't want to create all this witchcraft, and now, <laughs> now, now you want to sell me on who you are now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's no. I don't. I don't really care how people feel because it's my opinion. Everybody has a taste or what they want from a woman or what they like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no disrespect, but it's like, what's the difference now? Because now you got. Your ass done. You got your chest done. So now you look better in your jeans and stuff like that. That's cool. You're, you know, it looks better. But now, what's going on internally? Mm -hmm. or like you know what I'm saying? Like because you're that confident now, so now you're gonna get cocky and change your your whole right. like, whole swag now because you're getting mm -hmm. more attention. You mm -hmm. wasn't like that in the high school yearbook. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So, Shay, do you feel that men sometimes uh, may be contributors to women and their, uh, I guess, their pressures or the pressures that they feel that they have to live up to? It would be, I would have to base that on the, the criteria of men that they're dating. Mm -hmm. You know, so if a guy's going to sit there and go like, yo, you don't feel good about yourself, you want to get that done, go ahead and do that. But okay. if if you're dating the dude who lives in a strip club and he's balling and, and he thinks he's a, he's the rap artist and he's the balling <laughs> dude and, and he want that look and he wants you to hop out the car with the cat suit and, and the camel toe print, then you got to fit his criteria. I feel that people are getting it done for their own self to make themselves feel secure or is they promoting something they're about to get into? Like, like I, you know, if that's your lifestyle and you need... The, the, the crazy body to get more attention to be the vixen or to be whatever. Now you're getting more money because I'm not knocking the hustle now. Some of these girls is getting to that bag. You know, whatever way they get into it, like, yo, listen, I'm getting to it. You know, you can't really knock too many people because these girls are really coming up. But I don't, I mean, how are you coming up? Like, all money ain't good money. But, you know, if it's this what they got to do, what they got to do, all right, I, I understand that's how you hustling. You know, a lot of backstories to these girls that are doing all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not judging. I feel like it's it's expanded beyond just girls just trying to get a bag, girls just, you know, this is a hustle, something that they have to do. It's carried over to professional women, women who ha can't have 
you know, who are educated, who have careers and they feel like they need to get their ass done and need to get a nose job and need to get boobs and all this stuff. So it's expanded beyond the young girls just trying to hustle, just trying to make a living. And, and I think that it's because of the imagery and trying to compete with other women. I don't think that this is just, oh, I feel better about myself because people weren't trying to really do that back then. Like people are comparing themselves to what other people look like. And so, yeah, you have women that have made it and they still doing this stuff. And so. But they're spending so much money doing all of this stuff and still in a certain bracket part of their lives. Like, you know, like it ain't like you got your all this augmentation and you're the CEO of some shit. You know, I mean, I don't, I just don't, and I'm not bashing everybody. I'm just speaking from my own perspective and people that, that I'm around, you know, I'm not knocking. If that's what you want, I'm just not into it. I'm not into Like, I mean, now if you, if your pitch is like, yo, look, I don't really feel good about my breast. This kid, this baby don't ate my titty, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, (laughs) destroyed. I get the fix. Okay. We cool. I'm co-signing you with that because you want to feel good about yourself as just a mom and a woman again, that's fine. But when you go getting your butt all crazy done, it doesn't fit your legs, you look like a dandelion, and then you got- What? <laughs> yeah, like you, we it's talked all, about that too earlier. It's all fucked up. Like now you done fucked it. There's no, like, oh, this is overkill. Like, all right, so say this. Say the one husband, boyfriend, fiance, co-signs this for you to go get yourself done and you come back from wherever place that's doing this. Now it's overkill, and he's now turned off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. would you go back and, hey, take some out? A girl told me the other day, because I just want to get my, um, what she said? I want to get my di- my inner thighs done so I can see through my leg. I'm like, did they oh. do that? <laughs> gap, thigh. Like, thigh gap. Thigh gap. Yeah. A stuff, man. I mean, and, and, and I don't, if anybody gets offended, there's no disrespect. It's just my taste I'm speaking on. It's my taste. Like, I'm just not really into that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you confident in yourself and you got swag, you a bad motherfucker. Period. Right. Period. Say it again. Confidence and swag. The way it's going is like the fad. It's like, shit, why ain't nobody studying to be a goddamn doctor? Right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Word. That's that's where it's going. It's like everybody has this one body. You can tell when his stomachs are done because they all his stomach look crazy right there. Like, oh, she got a body. Like when the guys can even go, oh, she got a body done. That's where it's at. My thing is this, and this is this is real talk. What is it doing in the in the bedroom? That's right. Million dollar question. Like, okay, so you got all that shit done. Did it transform your pussy? You got all that shit done, so now we're dealing with uh, uh, um, the sex is now just a physical thing now. Now you're just, it's right. an illusion. You're just looking at this look now. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you're- now But did it change your skills? I mean, did you just, did you, did, are you pulling off new tricks now? Cause you got this done? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? what's the deal? Like, wouldn't it make no sense if your bills feel, your boobs feel completely soft, but there's no sensitivity? Like, you can't even right. feel your nipples. Like, that's corny. You're fucking a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but y'all laughing, but this is real shit. No. I may be the uh, the limited amount of dudes who's really not into that. 
Actually, you sound very, that's majority of the feedback of males. Yeah. And it could be a generation thing as, as well, Shay. I like when they get their teeth fixed. <laughs> Back to the teeth. I like that. I'll take the teeth. I'll take you getting your teeth done over then that other stuff. I'm, I'm here for that, too. Excuse yeah. Me. I'm real big on big teeth. It's the first thing that you see. Right. Before I see your ass, oh, I see your mouth. On, it depends on who's looking. <laughs> well, you always got to look at somebody's mouth. But if you see I, them from across the room, you see that ass. You see that shape. But some guys don't notice their teeth until up, up front. I mean, until you're closer. The full girls, the big booties, the titties. Some dudes really like that. That's their thing. Do men really just want one shape? Because everybody, I mean, I know women are going to the surgeon and be like, I want the SpongeBob. But like, <laughs> they're all getting the exact same shape. Is that what men want? Y'all just want the same yes. shape all the time? Coronavirus. I don't know. I disagree. They like them thick. They like, you know, they like variety. I agree. But the number of likes and engagement and comments and all of that on social media would suggest otherwise. Like, a, obviously, there's going to be That's men. Like, there's going to be life. men who vary in their tastes. But there's enough people who are getting that validation, which is why they keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like, there's the audience for it. There's a large audience and a large platform for it, which is why women keep doing it. But that's yeah. social media world, not the real world. It could be for some, but then you have some who are yeah. lawyers and doctors who don't need that. Like, they get their in extra stream of income from investment properties and all that, and they're still doing that. Yeah, very yeah. true. So, Shay, I know earlier you had said that swag is big for you, right? Swag yeah. confidence. confidence. So, will you date someone built like SpongeBob who has swag and confidence through the wazoo? Yay or nay? No. Okay, I was going to say, the answers are quick enough. Like, the answers are quick enough. He didn't even take time to think about it either. <laughs> So that that wipes away everything you just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, up to us and all this. No, if they confident swag with all that SpongeBob shit, I don't. I'm not into that. <laughs> so you just anti SpongeBob. <laughs> who wants that particular person who didn't feel confident about their chest, or didn't feel confident about their stomach? Now you half shirt, bikinis all day you long. You want the half shirt? Yeah, like, you want the half shirt. You got the chest out. You're going crazy now. You wasn't doing that four months ago. Yeah. I just say so you're that basically saying, like, stay the same way. You don't change who you are just right. because you change your body. Hey, your clothes is fitting better. You look much better. You know, if somebody see you, they'll just notice you. You can probably get away with the fact, like, no, nah, I've been in the gym. I've been rocking. You can probably just lie about a few different things. But once yeah. you go in, I am getting completely naked now on you bitches. Remember, <laughs> in January, you didn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> financial standpoint like all right y'all dropping eight and nine and seven and eight like where you call like where you where's your business like what do you where's your business like you're not right. investing in your business or you're not doing you spend eight nine thousand and ain't investing in nothing crazy or doing something dope or your car's fucked up or your home is fucked up how's your kid's bedroom like you know all kind of i'm just questioning little shit when you have that type of money to throw away just to feel confident when 
I'd have rather you flipped five or six houses or own a business and got it like that. Like, it ain't nothing. Be like, well, damn, she got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really crazy to see, you know, like, we grew up in that era where these girls got, these girls got $10,000 bags and still in the projects. Yeah. You know what I'm it's no different than the dudes who was trapping. I mean, let's just keep it, let's do both sides. You got dudes who hopping out all these cars, projects. <laughs> projects. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all this trip going on you got everything and don't get it fucked up you need to get to these dudes with this fake ass jewelry on that's out of abundance <laughs> like a motherfucker right now these niggas is wearing chandeliers dead <laughs> <laughs> serious these niggas is wearing fucking chandeliers it's all these um labier diamonds everybody's shit is rainbowish remember when jay-z was talking about my jury is laser lights he don't even wear shit no more because it's so fake so you know it, it goes for men we on a, a, a subject pertaining to women and bodies, but it's just I'm just giving both sides of the fence as well. No, I'm you know, glad that you did. Girls is over here eating these pills up too. They eating the pills up and they they, they drinking the tea. They drinking the Nutriburst. Yeah, they. What the oh, fuck man, is that? No I don't know. Can somebody explain to me what the <laughs> fuck is the Nutriburst? What is it? <laughs> and everybody wants to go get on the table and fuck around and stuff like that and. I just don't understand it, man. So I'm just risking their life. Like it is some girls that are going to people's basements, getting these surgeries done to fit this image and have lost their life literally for this. And I'm like, it's not even worth it. People just want the easy road out, the easy way out. And I think that's when they just caught up in getting surgery and stuff. The background, Shania, just, you know, a lot of these girls come from really fucked up environments and, you know, that's, they really know like that's all they really know is attention they probably didn't get it and this is not no father no parenting you know sometimes the backdrop be so fucked up you can't even get around it you know what i'm saying you know a lot of these girls that are just these voluptuous and they, they video queens they been through some shit touched and all kind of shit that's yeah. all they really really know is that mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, that's like a the, point the stories yeah. be in that so you know if somebody thinks i'm just bashing everybody it's just like i'm just talking about things that i don't like but if your backstory's fucked up, I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know what I'm saying? That's why communication yeah. is key. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Shay, so much for providing your input. It's been yeah. so valuable. Oh, Shay, I missed you. Miss you girls too, man. Oh, got- it's been so long since we seen you. I know. Whole family, and it's man. all your fault. <laughs> it, it is your fault. Yo, this is no platform, right? Y'all have a dope platform because, you know, I built my platform ground up, ground up my platform by culture. That's why I be telling people like whatever. I just watch these motherfuckers spend 30 million dollars and Barry Jenkins wrote a script on a film about bike, about my culture. So, you know, all all four of you ladies are well polished, well versed. But, you know, just take what make bring a different dynamic to your show and make it dope. Don't just, you know, because everybody is not going to be able to get on y'all show and, and, and be as savvy as y'all. Y'all going to have to bring different elements to it to make it pop because all four of y'all are dope women. You know what I'm saying? So def- definitely you. put other, other elements on the show to make it dope, man, because it's winning right now. And it, it got to keep it real. You can't have these fucking podcasts and all this fake ass shit. You got to be real. Moving on from the bodies, let's get some food for thought. It's clear. We're in the middle of a shit show. 
and the political circus is in full effect and the clowns are doing what clowns do. What we have to pay attention to are the clowns working behind the scenes, setting the stage for future shit shows. Since at least July, Republicans have been working diligently behind the scenes to compromise the accuracy of the 2020 census. And the main reason is to have an advantage in electoral college votes for future presidential elections and a shape who represents the states and local districts because it's becoming more difficult for them to win the popular vote. They're like junkies. You got any more of those electoral college votes? <laughs> so this is what they did. Back in April, due to COVID, the census timeline was extended from July to the end of October to allow for more time to make sure the census count is accurate and to just make sure they're not putting people's lives at risk. And in July, although it's going to be challenged in court, the president signed a memo ordering undocumented immigrants be removed from the census count. But this can only take effect if the process is finished while he's still president. So. In August, they decided to expedite this process, moving up the census deadline to September 30th to ensure they complete the count and remove those pesky undocumented immigrants in December. Now, with the September 30th deadline, since field efforts have already winded down, which will be sure to leave many uncounted, mostly in minority and immigrant communities. So why should we care about the census? It doesn't matter if you're a citizen or an undocumented immigrant, it affects us all. It's as simple as this. Missing data means missing dollars in representation for your district. The census determines how much money your district or state gets for things like Medicaid, infrastructure, you know, like our roads and bridges, and funding for our schools and community centers. It also determines the number of congressional seats each state gets and how the redistricting lines will be drawn next year. Undercounting will definitely help in their little gerrymandering efforts. You know, when they start drawing these ridiculous nonsense district lines so minorities have less representation? Yeah, that one. So if your district is undercounted, it will impact the representation and voice you receive in Congress. A not so fun fact. In the last census, 9% of black people were not counted due to lack of participation, which I think is because we aren't really taught why the census is important. I don't think that's by mistake, by the way as well as higher incarceration rates. And they have a term for that. It's called prison gerrymandering. So last week, a judge ordered the Trump administration to temporarily stop winding down or altering any census field operations. But in many cases, it's just too late. Civil rights organizations are currently challenging the current deadline, but it's the middle of September, so we just don't have time to wait. So here's what we can do. Complete the census. No, but seriously, like, complete the census by September 30th online. We provided a link in this episode description and it's actually really simple to fill out. If you have one of those technology adverse family members, you know, the ones that still have the landline or they use a ink pen to write on a computer screen, get your phone, go to their house and help them complete the census because it's unlikely field operations staff will knock on their door to count them. And third, vote in large numbers to negate the unfair advantage they try to give themselves. And I'm not just talking about in 2020. I mean vote in 2022, 2024, 2026. You get my point. So let's keep it up. Believe it or not, we're actually making progress and making sure we are no longer invisible and we're being heard and gaining say in our government and how our tax dollars are being allocated. So let's just keep going. All right. So ladies, have y'all done your census? I have. Really? So you're going to put us on the spot? Yes, I am. We know. If anyone's going to put us on the spot and make sure that we are 
stepping up to our responsibilities. It is K. Um, yes, I have. And it's so easy. You can do it online. Like it is so important. And I think what people don't realize is we complain and complain and, you know, cops and, and judges and local this and whatever, and there's not enough money in the school districts. It's all tied to the census. And I know that there are some concerns, especially for immigrants and like being counted and, but it's so important, you all. Like this is how they decide um, who is in the population, how much funding is being allocated to certain um, neighborhoods. So please, please, please complete your census. Kay, what is the deadline? Do you remember? September thirtieth. Can- they only got two weeks. Mm. Y'all only got two weeks. Two so weeks. So please do it. So that wraps episode three. We had such a super dope conversation. We had our first guest on the podcast and in this episode who offered a different perspective and some different energy aside from us just chatting about our thoughts and perspectives. You know, we thought it was important to bring some testosterone into the conversation. So (laughs) we're so happy that you joined us. We'll be back next week and check us out on IG, Crucial Conversations, YouTube, Google, Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere. Thanks for coming on this journey with us, you all. And we'll see you next week. Bye, baby.